Hey folks, welcome back. Let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever felt the pressure to do a ton of deals because it seems like everybody else is just crushing it and you've done one or two deals here or there and you you feel inadequate? You you see all these people on these Facebook groups that have got dozens, if not hundreds of quote unquote doors in their portfolio. They seem to be bringing down big deals left, right, and center. And you're going, hey, I'm not really keeping up with the Joneses. Well, if you've had that feeling, you're not alone. Most people have that feeling, especially with social media these days. It just seems like, you know, everybody's blowing it up. Everybody's got an Instagram perfect life. And most of that's bullshit, to be perfectly frank with you. <laughs> and it doesn't need to be that way. I'm really looking forward to my conversation with today's guest, Mr. Jeff Wallace, who is zooming in from all the way from beautiful Barrie, Ontario, because Jeff's got a different outlook on this. He's developed a different outlook that I like a lot. And that is, instead of us all trying to keep up with the Joneses, let's figure out what works best for us. And chances are, you don't need as many properties or quote unquote doors as you think you might to accomplish your goals. So Jeff, welcome to the call. Great to have you here, my friend. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave. Uh, excited and happy to be here as well. All right. So for folks that don't know you, tell us a little bit about the Jeff Wallace story and what got you into real estate way, way back in 2020. Because I think that's when you did your first deal. Sounds like right in the smack in the yeah, beginning did, of the, pen, of the pandemic. I did the first deal in 2020, but just uh, got into it and just started um, skilling up and ed getting a little bit more educated. And then it was at some point, I think, in 2021 when we uh, when we did our, our first deal. Uh, but for me, uh, my wife actually has always been interested in real estate and I've been married to her. It'll actually be 23 years here in 10 days. Um, so she's always, uh, real estate is in her family. Um, but uh, so she, so she dragged you in kicking and screaming. Is that what I'm here? She, yes, I mean, she <laughs> actually didn't have to, cause there's a, a, a I call it a pivotal, uh, a moment there for okay. myself, but her family always invested or always has invested in, in real estate, but more in uh, like, you know, single family homes and whatnot, just throughout, um, you know, uh, dec decades actually. So she was always very interested, um, but we didn't really look at it uh, or she didn't look at it from a true like investing of like value add and forced appreciation and, and whatnot. It was just market appreciation. Mm. I wasn't interested, uh, but she always was. So she kept putting it in front of me and putting it in front of me. But I just I wasn't educated enough at that time to see the the value. Um, but it was in uh, 2020 uh, and 2020 was when COVID hit. And so I just spent some time uh, just starting to research it a little bit. And because I was researching it on the social channels and, and whatnot, um, you know, the algorithms pick up and it starts putting additional information in front of you. Yeah. And, and you can't get me, away from it. <laughs> no, you, you you can't. So it was actually uh, Grant Cardone of, of all people uh, that I chose to follow on social media. And uh, I, I think he's got a very interesting personality and very direct. Um, but he just raised a, a question in a social uh, post one day. And it was just like, hey, do you have equity in your home? Do you have a lot of equity in your home, et cetera? And he's like, you know, so, so what it, it basically communicating it's uh, dead money mm -hmm. and, you know, dead money. So that really got my, my brain thinking. And, uh, so essentially I'm like, okay, I mean, I do have a lot of equity in my home and it is dead money. 
how could I leverage that uh, to get a return on my investment? And really, that was the key moment for me. And it really shifted my mindset. And uh, from there, my wife and I opted to just take a look into getting additional uh, education, which we did. And mm -hmm. we were able to then apply that education to start uh, into our real estate investing journey. Well, that must have made your wife very happy. <laughs> it, 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 it absolutely did. Yeah. Finally got you on board. That's yeah. awesome, Jeff. So what was the first foray and the first focus area for you guys when it comes to real estate investing? Yeah, it's funny. And so kind of running concurrently with that, um, you know, actually just making making decisions uh, without becoming fully uh, educated at the time. We bought a uh, single family uh, dwelling out in uh, actually uh, Calgary, just happened to be a deal. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> I'm kind of all gas. So I was like, okay, like this seems uh, interesting. Let's do it. So we did. Um, and, and again, as we're running, getting that education uh, concurrently, it's like, well, it was more speculative, right? And, uh -huh. and just, you know, banking on market appreciation. So it got us in and, uh, you know, we're going to do okay by it. But, you know, in terms of taking a look at, I mean, we, we like to look at more value add and small uh, multifamily uh, assets uh, just so that you can get that forced appreciation as one of the, uh, I guess, the opportunities for a return on investment. So anyway, it got us in the game and then we were able to get a little bit more skilled up and educated to make uh, more informed and better decisions as we as we move forward. Well, you know what? I, I like that. You you took action. You, yeah. you were starting to get some education. You saw something came across your desk, looked like a bit of a deal. You jumped on it. You keep getting, kept getting educated, realized maybe not quite as much of a deal as you thought, but still not bad. And at least it got you in the game. So where did things take you from there, Jeff? What have, what have you done since then? Yeah. So uh, in, in terms of uh, assets themselves, so we have that single family and then, um, you know, then we, it's actually progressive. So then we went with a, uh, a duplex more, uh, you know, closer to, uh, to Barry. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, um, you know, and that one was, uh, Pretty much uh, tur turnkey, but cash flowing and still cash flows uh, to this day. So it was uh, it was good. And then good. a yeah, and then uh, so then we bought a uh, a fourplex, and uh, so that one is just uh, we're in the process of actually uh, doing uh, the the burr uh, on that. Um, it's been a bit of a slower process, just uh, based on uh, market dynamics. But uh, two or four units, uh, we just uh, completed renovations on one we're starting renovations on the second and on the first one we chose to do the renovation our ourself mm -hmm. uh, or ourselves and then um you know that was a great learning opportunity for us as well um just really just like again doing everything ourselves um did you so, learn that you'd rather not do that anymore a hundred percent yeah yeah that, that's that one of the key learning uh, opportunities and i mean we could go back I mean, I just love the opportunity of when you when you take action and you make decisions. They're not always the. Um, it's not that they're wrong decisions, but they're like choices that you you may not make again. But you have to go through it to to learn to realize. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm gonna uh, you know change uh, you know ma make a different different choice. So 100. percent The renovation actually on the second one is just uh, starting uh, starting today. Um, so that's going along uh, pretty pretty well. And are you guys doing the renovation on the second one, or you got somebody no. else? No, no, we, right. we we hired and that, so that was a key key learning opportunity uh, on that one was to to hire. It just took because I actually have a full time uh, corporate job as as mm -hmm. well, so it was just you know weekends and whatnot. We have kids, so 
um, yeah, we it was took up too much time. So we're excited to be able to hire for uh, the second one. And then when the third and fourth one become available, we'll, we'll, we'll hire. All right. Next. So you, you bought this fourplex. Was it a purpose built fourplex or was it? Yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. A, well, that's good. And then was it, is it in Ontario as well? Yep. Yep. It is. It, okay. it actually happens to be a couple of way, hours away from, from Barrie, which uh, it's in uh, St. Thomas, which uh, so St. Thomas, Ontario, uh, mm -hmm. great market though. Uh, yeah. So the, the Volkswagen actually, um, they just, uh, they're building a, uh, electric vehicle battery plant there. Very Amazon's nice. uh, establishing a distribution center there and whatnot. So it's uh, pretty up and coming. It's pretty good. Yeah. No, that sounds like a great market. And if you're cash flow positive at, at the time we're recording this, it's yep. early September, 2023. So interest rates are pretty high compared to a couple of years ago. Things are a lot tighter with, uh, qualifying for mortgages and all that kind of good stuff. So you got into this one. It sounds like. It, it had one or two vacant units when you bought it, but you've got a couple of, of units that are inhabited or are rented out. No, right actually now. it was uh, fully occupied. Yeah. Just oh, so there occupied. was okay. just uh, fortunately some, some turnover on, on two of four and okay. yeah, we'll see what happens on the, uh, the other two uh, is as well. Yeah. Cause that's always a challenge, especially in Ontario. Yeah. Renovating properties is, is dealing with the tenants that are currently in that property. Okay. Yeah, but it sounds like it's a challenge. Yeah, it sounds like you you had some good lift there. So, what does it look like by the time you're done renovating, let's say, all four of these units? We're not sure exactly when that's going to all happen, but how much of a lift conservatively do you think you guys are going to see on that property? Yeah, like a few by a few hundred thousand dollars. Nice yeah. on top yeah. of what you invested into it. Yep. To, yep. Yeah. One hundred percent. So, yeah, the the numbers uh, the numbers work on that one for sure. No, that's great. So, yeah. Jeff, you we were talking a little bit off air uh, about your realization that at the beginning, you know, you're following guys like Grant Cardone and he's got a yeah. massive portfolio of thousands of rental units. And, you know, you sometimes these these gurus and whatnot kind of make you feel like a loser if you're not shooting for the stars. And yeah. if you don't hit the stars, at least you hit the, the moon and all this kind of stuff. Right. But it sounds like you've kind of come to a different realization through your journey. So maybe tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and that has been uh, probably the most interesting uh, aspect of the the journey because um, when you when you when you get involved in education and uh, you become members of uh, many and multiple groups, that's where you are seeing uh, and there are people out there that are phenomenally uh, successful and that have uh, built very successful businesses. And that was initially my, my initial mindset was, Hey, I, I want to do that. Um, but then I, uh, you know, as you, you start going through uh, the, the journey, I mean, you, I, for me, I just look more internally and really starting to understand, you know, what are my, what are my goals? You know, what are, what are my values? How do I want to spend my time? Uh, and things of that nature. And I do have a very successful uh, corporate uh, job that, that I absolutely uh, love as, as well. And um, so I just, you know, going through that journey, I'm like, well, wait, wait a minute. Um, like I have, I already have multiple streams of income. And uh, so I'm just like building out like different, different streams and whatnot. And um, I love to, I love to learn, uh, you know, so real estate, uh, it, it creates so many opportunities for learning and then even doing the renovation, et cetera. Um, but just even learning like that, that process of learning, what is it that I want? 
And I mean, I want lifestyle freedom and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old. And so I had to define, well, what does lifestyle freedom look like for me? And when, when do I want lifestyle freedom? And it's actually, it's, it's down the road. And I'm like, okay, well, what, and really it, it comes back to, you know, I think a key pillar is like the, the financial number that you, you want to hit. I'm like, okay, so there's the financial number I want to hit. And if I, you know, if I like execute like on say hard assets, like, you know, like X number of, of units and defining my criteria on what, what are, what type of asset do I want to uh, be involved with? What are the markets I want to be involved with? And then, but there's uh, these other, I'll just call them like opportunities for like, like revenue streams passively, you know, being a, a financial partner in a, like I'm a financial partner on a, on an 18 plex uh, mm -hmm. is, as well. And there's phenomenal return on that. Um, I invest in uh, both private equity and I'm a private private lender as well. And then, so I started like mapping my goals and then, you know, like if we just talk financially, what is that financial goal? And then what are the paths for me to get there to achieve that financial goal? And so it was quite in, enlightening where I'm like, okay, well, wait a minute. If I do A, B, C, D, and E, and I'll even throw F in there because I have other uh, like in income streams as well, I can hit that financial target. And, and it's an interesting market right now. Um, you know, obviously deals are, there's deals to be had and whatnot. Um, so if I'm more strategic in the types of deals that I get involved with, um, you know, so many things come into play, like, you know, the numbers obviously, uh, but then, you know, my, my return on time, like what's mm -hmm. my, you know, what's, what is my return on time? What, how much time do I need to invest in like, you know, these hard assets? So I guess, uh, you know, really in, in a nutshell, I, I just really mapped out where do I want to be and reverse engineered on how I'm going to to get there. And, and again, I, I love real estate, but I mean, for, for me right now, like I'd be happy doing one to two deals uh, a year. And that's, mm -hmm. you know, based on, you know, my, my current state, my current knowledge, my current network, et cetera. My, uh, my goals may change as I uh, start to build out uh, you know, within build out within my, my, my network and, and build out my team and whatnot. Um, but life changes, right? So right. that's my mindset today, but my mindset may change tomorrow. And as I'm more comfortable, uh, doing larger deals, um, then yeah, maybe I'll just, uh, focus on adding more doors at that time, but it was really just me coming to the realization of my journey is my journey. And I don't need to be worried about what anybody else is doing. And, uh, you know, with my wife and I, what are our goals and what's that pathway uh, to get us there or the action that we need to take to achieve our our goals? Yeah, that's very, very well said, Jeff. So, yeah, I love what you said there. There's There's all sorts of different ways to accomplish what that goal is. I'm not sure what that number looks like, if that's a net worth number, if that's a monthly income number, if it's both, I'm not sure. Both. That's, that's yep, Yeah. hundred percent. And yeah, I mean, a lot of people are just overly focused on number of doors, number of units. They think that there's some magic to that. And, and sometimes there, there is, but you know, one of the things I've found, especially sometimes with the big time syndicators is it's not as sexy as it would appear. Like it, it, the, the actual amount of equity the syndicators have in a deal is minuscule compared to the amount of equity they have to give their investor partners to make it make sense. So the way they 
tend to be making a lot of their money is through acquisition fees and management fees and and that sort of thing versus if you own a fourplex, a sixplex, an eightplex, even if it was with a joint venture partner or two, your share of that is much higher. Like you've got a bigger piece of a smaller pie, but uh, at the end of the day, you can control that a lot more. Like you're seeing, uh, you could do renovations and repairs and improvements, increase the value by hundreds of thousands of dollars. These are the kind of things that you can control versus being part. And there's nothing wrong with being part of syndication. Sounds like you are part of yep. syndications as well. And that's more on the passive side, which is great as well, because, hey, you know what? You, you, you're you trading off a little bit, perhaps, of, of return on investment for a lot of a lot less work. Like you're, you don't have to be doing the stuff that you've been learning about here. So I love it. It sounds like a lot of it revolves around real estate though. Like a lot of your different income sources are real estate related. Would that be fair? Safe to say? Most of them. I, yeah. I, I haven't done the actual math on that, but we'll say 80% real estate and uh, leaving some room for some other, uh, you know, avenues in the, in the stock market. Yeah. Thing as well. So. Oh, that, that is awesome, Jeff. So when it comes to doing these one or two deals a year moving ahead, and that might change, you might, you might be sparked. You might want to find yourself with more time and more energy and more desire to do more. Uh, how are you planning to unfold that? Are you going to continue to self-finance your deals? Are you, is the home equity starting to get a little skinny nowadays that you figured out how to access it and use it for for other investments or what's your, what's your plan? Yeah, there's certainly a threshold that we're willing to go to on the, uh, on the, the home equity and the, the self-funded. And then, you know, as the, the one burr that we have is that comes back and puts more, you know, puts capital back into uh, our, our pockets as well. We'll just continue to, to recycle that. But Dave, that's a great question. And absolutely. Um, you know, there, we, we definitely, I mean, we have done uh, capital raising uh, as, as well and been successful there, just obviously on a, on a smaller scale. Uh, but that's certainly in the, in the forefront as we start looking at uh, different deals, uh, because uh, one of our goals is actually uh, to uh, develop. And uh, we're still mapping that out as well. And when I say develop, I mean, it's not going to be a huge development, but it might be uh, developing a, uh, a, a, a purpose-built uh, five plex or purpose built eight plex, uh, yeah. as an example, like so, a build to rent type situation yep. where you're yep. going to build it, you're going to rent it out, you're going to hold it long term. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, that sounds yeah. so. Capital raising will definitely come into play for uh, for those types of deals. Fantastic. Jeff, if people want to connect with you, what should they do? Uh, so, it's just as of right now for me, that'll be an area I'll be building out in the future, but on social media, Facebook, just Jeff Wallace. Wow, that you're you're lucky you got that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> straightforward. So jumped on early. Awesome, Jeff. Well, hey, congratulations on your journey so far, and more importantly, on the clarity that you've gotten. Like I, I love what you say. My journey is my journey. You don't have to be trying to copycat anybody else. So hats off to you for figuring that figuring that out. Perfect. Well, I, hey, Dave, I'm grateful for the uh, the time to have this uh, conversation with you today. Likewise. All right, everybody, take care and we will see you on the next episode.